the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Happy that you are with us, that we have gathered here on this Friday afternoon. We have survived another week. Yes, we have. Thank goodness. And, um, I don't know, is it too early for me to tell you? No, no. Your weekend has begun. Ah, yes. It really has begun, isn't it? It's, uh... Our fan fan was slightly... (laughs) Our fan was delayed. He was like, he wasn't... (laughs) He wasn't sure he wanted to... Jump he is excited there. this week, but he did, so I mean, it's good. It's five minutes past the 4 o'clock hour, mm-hmm. and truly, I would say, at least in this tiny corner of the world, all is right and well, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yes. Very, very nice indeed. Coming up on today's program, John, can I give you a few highlights? Do, yeah. First of all, it's a yeah. Friday show, which I think is the best show. Mm-hmm. Uh, just my opinion. Uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll do our weekly feature, The Week in Review. What we've been thinking about, talking about, eating, mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. this week. Sorry. Is your phone talking? I, to your, no, my what, watch Your watch is, is talking to us? <laughs> I wish you could control that thing. Let me shut it off. Uh, also in the 5 o'clock hour, uh, insecurities, past hurts, and trusting each other again. How is your marriage working? That's Amy Julia Becker at 510. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 4 o'clock hour, uh, the British Library is putting a million images into the public domain. So we'll talk about what that means. And also the most artistic cities in Europe, oh. which pretty much is the list of all the ones I want to go to. Excellent. And there's a 3D printed house that was built in two days. Mm-hmm. Plus coming up at 425, this or that. I saw a, uh, a photo of the 3D printer house. And? It looks like it was built in two days. Oh, so it looks it looks like garbage? I mean, no, it's not a... It's not essentially a place of beauty, but it is a, a, a place of survivability. I don't understand that. Why? I just want to... It's two days. Okay, I know, but I, I don't understand 3D printing. I know it's a right. thing. I just... My brain can't quite get around it. Uh, but it's very I'm sure cool. Not alone. I would love to I would love. To I mean, if that's the that case, if, if you can make a house in two days, you could change the world. Imagine going into Haiti. That's what or, I was thinking, know, yeah. Yeah, third world countries. Yeah, yeah, Here's yeah. a 3D house for you and for mm-hmm. you and for you and for you. Right. That's very cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been with somebody who got a new house? Oh, yes, I have. Me too. Isn't that thrilling? I'll never forget Incredible. it. Incredible. People yeah. leaping up and down, yeah. leaping, you know, leaving a hovel behind and mm-hmm. finding themselves with a concrete block house that's not yep. going to fall over. The woman who was receiving a house uh, the day I was there, I was in Guatemala. Do you know what she was most excited about? Two things. Hmm. One, there was a lock yeah. on her door. Yeah. Which, Nighttime is, is yep. good. Yep, there was a lock on the door. And the second thing was she had pets. Oh. She had a cage that the uh, organization that built her house kind of set up for her, and she had bunnies in it. (laughs) And the bunnies were frolicking and having a good time. And she said that her dream was to be able to have a pet for her kids. (laughs) But she figured since she couldn't even afford a house for her kids, pets were out of the question. And then 
she got both. A house, a lot, and a pet. That's such a great story. That was a really, really beautiful time. I mean, the things we take for granted. I know, I know. All right, Kath, uh, busy news day as always. Without further ado, please give us the top four at four. It's Friday, John. You excited about that? I have plans. Okay, can't wait to hear. August uh, 25th, 2023. Former President Donald Trump, oh, number one. Former President Donald Trump surrendered at the Fulton County, Georgia jail to answer charges that he operated a criminal enterprise that sought to overturn the 2020 electoral victories in the state. The fourth time this year, Trump has had to present himself to authorities to face criminal charges, in case you're counting. The first time he or any former U.S. president has stood for a mugshot, and his is memorable, isn't it? (laughs) Churchill. Uh, here's something interesting. Uh, according to Fulton County jail records released shortly after he arrived there, Trump's hair listed as blonde or strawberry, his height 6'3", and his weight 215. Now, does he look like he weighs 215? No. We spend a lot of time looking at athletes. I kind of have a good idea of how much somebody weighs. Well, you can self-report. Well, right? he's... Okay. You don't have to get on a scale. Okay, well... That's all. I think 215 is a pipe dream. Uh, for all... I mean, listen, I would like to weigh 10 pounds less than I do, too. So I'm not trying to pick on the guy. Anyway, uh, he got an inmate number as well. On the tarmac, he said, I did nothing wrong. What they are doing is election interference. Read more about that at the Wall Street Journal. Number two. Over the years, John, I'm sorry to say Kremlin political critics, spies, investigative journalists have been killed or assaulted in a variety of ways, but none have been known to perish in an air accident until Wednesday when the private plane carrying Yevgeny Prigozhin who staged that very, very brief uh, coup Mm -hmm. attempt, uh, plummeted into a field. Today, John, and I really recommend this, the AP chronicled assassination attempts against foes of President Vladimir Putin. Can I give you a couple highlights? Sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this with all seriousness, knowing that these are tragic circumstances, but also just how absurd it is that these have all piled up. Alexei Navalny fell ill on a flight from Siberia to Moscow. You remember that? Yep. His plane landed. Uh, he was uh, in a coma. Airlifted to Berlin, where several labs confirmed that he had been poisoned. Then he returned to Moscow, where he was convicted of extremism, sentenced to 19 years in prison. Then there was Pyotr Versilov, who was the uh, part of a protest group that I won't name. Uh, He fell ill, also flown to Berlin. He was poisoned. Then there was the uh, prominent opposition figure of the Kremlin, Vladimir Karamurza. He was poisoned twice before he was sentenced to 25 years in prison. Boris Nemtsov, once deputy prime minister, gunned down on a bridge while he was walking with his girlfriend. Alexander Litvinenko, former agent for the KGB, he was uh, he drank the tea laced with polonium. You remember him? Yes, you do. He died three weeks later after he was investigating the shooting death of the Russian journalist uh, Anna Polikovskaya, and don't forget her, because she was shot and killed in the elevator of her Moscow apartment building on Putin's birthday. Right. Uh-huh. So you would not bother to stage a coup? I mean, it just goes one. on and on and on. I encourage everybody, as I said, to please read that article in today's AP. And number three, just days after the British Museum announced it had fired an employee suspected of looting its storerooms and selling items where on eBay, the museum's director, Hartwig Fisher, has resigned. A few hours later, the museum announced the deputy director also resigned. Trouble's been brewing at the brewing at the British Museum since it's announced last week that items that they did not name but included gold jewelry and gems dating from as far back as the 15th century BC, BC I tell you, were missing. Wait, are you saying this is the director 
who did this? Nope. But he knew that there were concerns, that things were going missing, and he poo-pooed them. And so now he has given up right. his job. The Times of London wrote today that the thefts are a, quote, national disgrace, calling into question the museum's own claims of stewardship of national treasures. Mm. Read okay. more about that in the New York Times. And number four, the end of an era for the Smithsonian's giant pandas. The three pandas currently living at the zoo will be returned to China by December 7th. So you've got less than five months to see them. They've been a staple at the zoo since 1972 and that's your top four at four where are they going they're going back to china hmm. uh-huh three pandas returning to their homeland only four will be left in the u.s you can see them in atlanta loon loon yang yang and their offspring ya loon and chi loon bye bye <laughs> all right we'll take a quick break come back and reset for the friday show we're going to talk about cain and abel and jesus with pastor eric andre 101.5 WORD. Two things that hit a family budget the hardest the price of gas and of groceries. Let us ease that pain at the pump when you enter the $18,000 gas and groceries giveaway. The grand prize winner gets $10,000 in gift cards for gas and groceries. Three first prize winners each get $1,000 gift cards, and 10 second prize winners will get $500 gift cards for gas and groceries. That's $18,000 total. Sign up to win now at wordfm.com slash contests. The Bible felt heavy in Marzia's hand. She knew the gravity of what she and her friend were about to do. In their home country of Iran, distributing Bibles made you an enemy of the state. Marzia prayed, God, if I'm arrested, please give me strength. Don't let me deny you. Every Bible they distributed brought them one step closer to prison, but they freely gave away more than 20,000 until their arrest in 2009. Still, they rejoice because thousands now know the name of Jesus Christ. Shine the light of God's Word in the darkest places. Today, just $6 sends a Bible to a persecuted believer. $60 will send 10. Call 800-229-3705. That's 800-229-3705. Or click on the Voice of the Martyrs banner at wordfm.com. Summer is almost over, and so are the savings at Bachman's Roofing. Take advantage of the summer savings bonanza with no interest and no payments until 2025. Now is the perfect time to check off those home improvement projects. Cracked or missing roof shingles? Bachman's has got you covered. Looking to add solar? Bachman's has you covered. Time to upgrade that cracked siding? Bachman's has got your back. Call Bachman's today to schedule your free estimate at 412-472-7103 or visit GoBachmans.com. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Reports of new state requirements for PA public school teachers have many parents concerned about racial equity learning resources in the classroom to gender and identity politics. Now may be a great time to try Christian education, a faith-focused education that believes in transparency, parents, and that values every student. Get half off a year's tuition beginning this fall at a participating school near you, like Walnut Grove Christian School in West Mifflin. Learn more at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Pittsburgh Christian Schools, education that believes in you. 
Cain and Abel and Jesus. Pastor Eric Andre is back with us. Pastor Andre, he is a pastor of Lutheran Student Fellowship and also First Trinity Church in North Oakland. Eric, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you guys doing? We can't complain. It's Friday afternoon, right? All is well. Yeah, indeed. Eric, um, we were communicating via email this week, the three of us, and I was fascinated by the subject that you were kind of ruminating about. Um, so let's start with the story of Cain and Abel. For listeners who aren't familiar, maybe they've heard the names, maybe not, um, talk about what happened with them and where you find it in Scripture. In Genesis 4, we have the account, and I think it's a well it's a well-known story, but it's worth worth reviewing a little bit. Uh, Cain and Abel were the first children of Adam and Eve. Uh, Cain, the older brother, and uh, they bring offerings to the Lord. Cain is a, a tiller of the ground, I guess kind of like a farmer, and he brings, you know, um, a fruit offering, a grain offering of some sort, doesn't uh, specify. And Abel, meanwhile, brings uh, the firstborn of his sheep and their fat. God is displeased with Cain's offering. It doesn't say specifically why in the Genesis 4 text, uh, but he's pleased with Abel's offering. Cain uh, becomes angry. Um, he is jealous and hateful. We know this from, from John's commentary in his first epistle. Uh, from the fullness of Scripture, we know that he's jealous and hateful. Uh, we know from Hebrews chapter 11 that he, he lacked trust and true faith in God, which is probably why the sacrifice was displeasing. But all of that leads up to then uh, that he murders his brother. So here you have the second generation of humans, brothers, and already this, this you know, horrendous act of, of hate and, and murder against his brother Abel. And that's the brief story. That's in Genesis 4. Yeah. So Cain and Abel and Jesus. I mean, Jesus comes well after Cain and Abel. What's the intersection here? Well, I think that when we read Scripture, we should always understand not only in the New Testament, but in the Old Testament as well, that Christ is the heart, the foundation, the center, and the content of all of Scripture. Uh, we know uh, after his resurrection, uh, when he talked to the disciples, he told them that he, you know, on the for example, on the road to Emmaus, with the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, he he opens up the scriptures, all the scriptures, the Psalms and the prophets, the books of Moses, and how this spoke of him. And so, all of the scriptures are, in a sense, Christ's autobiography. We should always look for and see, therefore, uh, connections. Mm -hmm. How they pointed to Christ in prophecy, not only in words, but also in in in, in people and in their actions. And I think we can make a fairly easy connection uh, with, with Abel. Um, you know, some things that we might miss at first glance, but when they're pointed out, uh, I think we, we see the connection. Abel was, a as, as it says, literally a keeper of sheep. Well, Christ is our good shepherd. He's the keeper of us as his sheep. Um, like Abel, uh, Jesus trusted in God. Because also in Hebrews 11, where it comments on Cain and Abel, this great faith chapter of Hebrews 11, it says that faith, I'm sorry, it says that Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice by faith, and that by faith he was commended as righteous. Hmm. And it may seem an odd in a way to speak about the faith of Jesus, but he entrusted himself to his heavenly Father. He entrusted himself to the one who, who judges justly. And so therefore, as with Abel, so the sacrifice of Jesus pleased uh, God, his Father. He he also offered the first and the best. Um, indeed, he, he offered himself, the one and only begotten Son. And like Abel, uh, his blood, blood cries out from the ground, uh, in this case, the ground of Calvary. So we can see in Abel and, and certain aspects of, of his 
person and aspects of that event, uh, a Christ figure. What is less obvious um, is that, in a way, Cain is a Christ figure. And hmm. that sounds almost preposterous hmm. at first, maybe even yeah. controversial, right? Um, but I think, you know, part of the curse uh, of Cain is that with the sin, with the sin of murder, uh, the Lord confronts him and tells him that he's going to be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. And when we think of our Lord, the Lord spoke of himself and said, the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Uh, Christ himself was a wanderer, an itinerant preacher, if you will. And what is more, as, as Cain was, was cast out uh, to be a wanderer away from, from the home and the ground that he had been tilling, so the Lord was cast out. Um, a proper sacrifice uh, would have been offered on the altar by a priest of the tribe of Levi in the holy city of Jerusalem. But Christ's sacrifice on the cross was far from there. It was outside the city gates. It was on, on Calvary, on Golgotha, with no Levitical priest, um, with no proper altar. Uh, the author of the Hebrews, again, in chapter 3, 13 says that the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned outside the camp. Therefore, Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered outside the gate. Therefore, let us go forth to him outside the camp, bearing the reproach, the disgrace, the abuse that he bore. So Cain is in a way, Cain is cast out. He, he's, he's cursed to be a wanderer of the earth. Christ is cast out. And so in that sense, there is a prefiguring there in Cain of what, what happens to Christ, um, which I think is rather, rather remarkable. Um, and, and, and what is more, you have Cain says, this is more than I can bear. Your, your face will be hidden from me, uh, he says to God. And when did God also turn his face from, from Jesus? Well, on the cross. Hmm. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Um, and why was Christ forsaken? Well, it's because, as Paul says to the Corinthians, it's because he who knew no sin became sin for us. So in turning his face, in abandoning, in forsaking Christ on the cross, the Father is leaving sin to die on the cross and thus conquering it. And we, and we would not want the God, right, by the way, who, who, who kind of plays around or flirts or coquettes with sin. We, we need one who is pure. We need one who's holy. We need, there must be at least one who is steadfast in the face of sin and who can conquer sin for us. And that, and that is what happens when the Father abandons the sin that Jesus has taken into and onto himself on the cross. So as he turns his face from Cain and the horrific murder that he commits, the sin of murder, so he turns from... Luther said that on the cross... Jesus becomes the greatest murderer, thief, adulterer, and blasphemer there ever was. The, 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 the murder of David, the adultery of David, the denial of, of Peter, all this he takes onto and into himself. And that's why God turns his face. Not in the sense that he committed those sins in, in act, but in the sense that he took those sins into and onto himself. Hmm. And there, finally, is, is the final connection then. There's this, this curse of Cain, that he's, that he's a wanderer, and he fears then... He says, this is more than I can bear. Whoever, whoever finds me is going to kill me. And so in Genesis 4, it, we're, we're told that God gives him some sort of mysterious mark. We don't know exactly what that mark was, but that mark was to protect him from Cain himself being killed. So the Lord shows mercy on him. Um, Jesus is marked, but his marks are the ones that bring his death. 
the marks of the of the nails and the hands and the feet, the mark of the spear in the side. Like Cain, he is marked, but the mark of Cain preserves Cain's life. But the marks of Christ means the offering of his life into death so that we may live. Um, Cain is cursed but preserved. Christ is cursed on the cross. Cursed is he who hangs on a tree, says St. Paul, referring to Christ's crucifixion in Galatians. But in that curse and in those marks, we we receive life. And so those are the connections that I've kind of been wrestling and grappling with this week hmm. with Cain and Abel and Jesus. That's interesting. Yeah, so what, is, what does that mean? Uh, I mean, I think, you're, I think you're making some, some really good points there. Kind of like take the, the long view. Uh, what does it mean that Jesus takes on both? Uh, basically, oh. uh, kind of is the, you know, how Roman calls him the second Adam. Um, yeah, he's, right. he's kind right. of like the second Cain and Abel too. Can you just, why, why yeah. do you think that is? Talk about the story wise. Well, I, I think, you know, and it's interesting, the connection here too, because, you know, Eve, of course, when there's the fall into sin, Adam and Eve's fall into sin, there's a curse, there's a curse upon the serpent, there's a curse upon the man, there's a curse upon the woman. But, but in the curse upon the serpent, there's also a blessing for humanity because the serpent is told. And, and, and Adam and Eve hear this, uh, that there will be enmity between the serpent and the woman, between uh, your offspring and her offspring, and he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. And we know that that is fulfilled in Christ, that he is mm-hmm. the ultimate offspring, this, the seed of Eve, the ultimate descendant who crushes the head of the serpent with his, with his death with, and resurrection. Eve, many commentators think that when, when Eve gives birth to her firstborn, to Cain, in the chapter immediately following, not long after, she says, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. The Hebrew of that can actually le- re- literally read, I have gotten the man, the man that was promised. Many commentators think that Eve thought this is the Messiah. Well, of course, it turns out to be Cain, who's the murderer then of her next one. But I think, in a sense, we can draw the connection and say, no, Cain is not the Messiah, but in a in a kind of paradoxical um, reversal, he is, as I've just outlined, a messianic figure. Abel, obviously more so, and other figures in the New Testament, perhaps obviously more so. Uh, but I think this is a it's a good lesson because we should always be looking for Jesus. He had just been promised in the verses immediately preceding that Genesis 4 text. In Genesis 3.15, we have this first gospel promise of, of the messianic seed that is to come from the line of Adam and Eve. And so I think we should start looking for it. So that, like Eve did, we should start looking for it right away. Faith starts looking for Jesus mm. right away. And faith, with eyes of faith and ears of faith, we should see and hear Jesus all over the place in Scripture. Again, as he himself said, he said, these Scriptures testify of me. And when we can see the wholeness of Scripture in that way, it, it it strengthens our faith. It bolsters our faith. It it um, it it enlivens and deepens our trust in the Lord and God of history, who through time and then finally in the fullness of time does bring forth this this one uh, unique Messiah in, in Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm. Reverend Eric Andre, he's campus pastor at Lutheran Student Fellowship of Pittsburgh. Also, he's a pastor, associate pastor at First Trinity Lutheran Church in North Oakland. Eric, it, it only. Uh, emboldens us to peel back the scripture because it's so deep and wide. It takes a lifetime and then to discover the mysteries in God's holy word. Mm -hmm.
Eric, Indeed. always good Indeed. to talk to you. As you leave us, tell us about Lutheran Student Fellowship and what's going on at First Trinity. Yeah, uh, we're at the start of a school year. And by the way, I'll just add just one more brief thing about this Christ in the Old Testament, some resources for your listeners that they want to dig deeper into this. There's an online series by Professor Jeff Boyle in the Lutheran Witness, uh, reading the Old Testament with the early church fathers. If people search that, reading the Old Testament with the early church fathers, Lutheran Witness. There's also a book that just came out aimed at a lay audience called The Messianic Message, uh, by Reed Lessing and Andrew Steinman, The Messianic Message. And then finally, The Christ Key, Unlocking the Centrality of Christ in the Old Testament by Chad Bird, The Christ Key. can dig deeper into that. But yeah, we're at the start of the academic year here. Uh, students, are, are, are the freshmen are on campus for orientation. Classes start Monday. We're really excited by the new school year. I'll be on campus at CMU tonight making pancakes out on the lawn and with other students or with students, I'm not a student, but with the students and giving them out to other students. And uh, yeah, we're, we're excited. If, uh, if any of any of the listeners have a, a, a college friends that they know, uh, please direct them to, to us and I can connect them with us or other ministries. Very nice. Eric Andre, thank you as always. Great pleasure. Thank you. Take care, guys. Attention Medicaid patients. If you're on Medicaid, how would you like if your caretaker was your daughter, your son, your grandchild, or your close friend? If you're on Medicaid, Freedom Care allows you to choose who provides your care, and that caregiver will get paid instantly after their shift. Yes, your caregiver will get paid instantly, and it's 100% free to you if you are on Medicaid. Call 412-990-1365 and ask Freedom Care how to get started with care today. No more worrying about getting care from an aide at an agency. Freedom Care helps you choose who you want to take care of you, and that person and gets paid. Call Freedom Care at 412-990-1365. That's 412-990-1365. To get started today, you get a caregiver you know and trust, and they get paid instantly after their shift, and it's free to you. Start now by calling 412-990-1365. That's 412-990-1365. Or go to freedomcare.com. Attention, your withdrawal has been denied by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Call 800-900-8000. Jerry, we're just here from the Gateway Clipper. Come on down to the river and join us aboard our all-new Lock and Dam dinner cruise. Experience a trip through a lock, enjoy our all-new buffet, and listen to great music. Sailing Thursdays. Tickets visit gatewayclipper.com. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right, call doing it right. 724 New Roof. 
101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Hey, Pittsburgh. I'm Father Paul Abernathy, CEO of the Neighborhood Resilience Project. There's a lot to consider when it comes to your child's health. But I know getting our children vaccinated with all CDC-recommended doses at the scheduled time is important to help protect them from serious illnesses. A number of immunizations are recommended by the CDC before age two. Visit VaccinateOurChildren.com to find information on how you can get your children up to date with their immunizations. A message from the Urban League of Greater Pittsburgh in partnership with Pfizer. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. It'll be humid with a nighttime low of 65. A humid morning tomorrow, otherwise partly sunny skies. Tomorrow will reach a high of 81. Partly cloudy skies expected for tomorrow night with a low of 62. Times of clouds and sunshine for Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It is time now for this or that. I've got a list. I got a list. Kath, we just go back and forth. Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes it's odd. Sometimes, I mean, rarely it's funny. Mm, sometimes. Now, my list this week is decidedly unfunny. Oh, it's unfunny. No. Oh, so I should be looking forward to a, a, a serious few moments here? Kind of, in a way. Well, uh, you know, you assemble it's this funny and you with go, the lighthearted music that's in the background. Right. Where am I headed? Right. Where it's am like, I headed? That's right. So okay. uh, I would say this is a gospel selection. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, a scriptural selection. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh huh. The prodigal son. Yep. The good Samaritan. Oh. Well, those are two very good stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I choose the prodigal son. The serpent's temptation. Yeah. Peter's denial. Oh. Well, those are two awful stories. I choose Peter's denial. It was terrible, but it brought forward incredible things. The Tower I mean, of Babel. I mean, the forgiveness after that brought forward incredible things. The Tower of Babel. Yeah. The Fiery Furnace. Oh, I love the Fiery Furnace story. Mm, I love it so much. It's wild, isn't uh, it? There was a man who looked like a son of man, and he was they were not alone Holy in there. Smokes. I love that. The Red Sea Crossing. The healing of the blind man. Okay, both so great, but the sea crossing is epic. They're both epic, but the sea crossing is epic. And imagine all the sea creatures that are like, what are they like, flopping around and looking for water? That like the Loch Ness. A lot of details about that are not given, and I like to imagine them. The wine, the water into wine. Yeah. Walking on water. Um, I mean, it's hard to beat the walking on water. It's kind of cool. The Garden of Gethsemane, the Garden of Eden. Oh, um, Eden. Hmm? The temptation of Jesus in the wilderness, the temptation of Adam and Eve. <laughs> is this the weirdest this or that? Mm, it is. Huh? Um, I'm choosing uh, Jesus' temptation. I'm mm-hmm. fascinated by that and how, how what he was tempted by and what he responded with. The serpent in the garden, mm-hmm. the serpent on the staff. Good. Okay, I'll go for the staff. Mm. That's another interesting story, isn't it? Yes, it is. 
The fruit of the spirit? Yeah. The armor of God. Uh, fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. The wedding at Cana. The feeding of the 5,000. Feeding of the 5,000. The angel's annunciation to Mary. The angel's appearance to Joseph. I think I like the Joseph one. I'm right. picking Joseph. I'm picking Joseph because the poor guy was going to divorce her quietly. Done he was going to wait. And all of a sudden, like... All right, well, this is so different than that. I Thank don't even you. know how to. I don't even know how to segue from right. one end to the other. I'm going to came at it a very oh, yeah. unusual, serious. Are you ready? Yeah. The first presidential debate of the 2024 oh, season was gosh. this week. It brought back trauma for me, John, from and 2020 well. and 2016. So much so that I've prepared for you today the I can't believe we are going to do this again edition. Oh heaven help of me! Of this or that. You're throwing this my way. Nope. These are all things. That you have to do over and over again. Okay, all right. Number one, laundry or dishes? Uh, dishes. Number, Enjoy the dishes. Number two, taking your car in for inspection or going for your yearly physical? <laughs> uh, I, I'd much rather go for the inspection of the car. Yeah, I'm done with <laughs> Rather doctors. than the inspection of you? Please, I'm done. Number three, work on a Monday morning mm-hmm. or church on a Sunday morning? Oh, I like church on a Sunday morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't like work on a Monday morning? No, I like work on a Monday morning, too. Just, you know. Number four. Yeah. Camping at the beach in the rain. Love it. Or a week-long Airbnb with a rooster that wakes you at five. <laughs> uh, camping on the beach in the rain. Mm-hmm. Continuing on with the I Can't Believe We Are Going to Do This Again edition of This or That. Number five, sitting in traffic on the Fort Pitt Bridge, mm. which I believe we've all done. Often. Sitting in traffic before the Squirrel Hill Tunnels. Often. Uh... Squirrel Hill Tunnels, because I'm going home. Makes sense. Another rate increase on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. 6% or more. Or a Pittsburgh City Council made up of only Democrats. Oh, oh, oh. both like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither are going to change. Mm-hmm. Give me the rate increase. Okay. <laughs> Give me the rate increase. Number seven, yeah. cleaning the toilet or mm-hmm. cleaning the bathtub. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Cleaning the bathtub. Yeah. Boy, is it big and filthy Isn't job. Isn't it? I hate it so much. But it feels so, so good, though, I doesn't it? I hate it so much. When it's done? Number eight, mm. steroids or antibiotics? Mm. I'm liking the steroids. <laughs> I bet you are. They're making me feel pretty good. Number nine, yeah. NyQuil or cough syrup with codeine? Oh, <laughs> two very distinct uh, journeys. Bring on the codeine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Number ten, the HVAC system is broken in our building. Uh-huh. Or there's garbage on the parkway. <laughs> Always garbage in the parkway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going there. Okay. Number 11, sitting in a doctor's office looking for a reason you're still coughing or sitting in traffic looking in the rear view and seeing the vehicle that's going to ruin your car coming at you at high speed. (laughs) I've done that. Yeah, the vehicle. The vehicle. All right. That's it. That's it. All right. This or that. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Dan Bremnitz, Fingerprints. Fingerprints of God. The King is Alive from Jordan Philippe. The King is Alive. And any more new from Kane. I couldn't love you any more than I do. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. 
This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-950-0099. 800-950-0099. That's 800-950-0099. You've spent your entire working life paying into it, so don't you want to get the most out of Social Security, squeezing it for all it's worth? Hi, this is Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group. Our team can help show you ways to do that with our free Social Security report. It's a great first step to learn how your benefits can play a role in your overall retirement income plan, especially because the Social Security Administration can't give you advice. It's different for everyone, and there are a lot of factors that go into knowing exactly how to maximize your benefits, but based on the decision you make, you could end up with tens of thousands of extra dollars in retirement simply by being informed. Get this free Social Security report from Accurate Solutions Group by texting the word SECURITY to 412-515-3555. That's SECURITY to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. At Eden Christian Academy, lives are under construction every day, built upon the foundation of God's Word from pre-K through graduation. I think we can all agree that Eden Christian Academy has done a fantastic job of laying the groundwork for our faith. But now it is time for us to make the decision to plant our roots in the Lord. I will forever thank God for the teachers, coaches, friends, and mentors from Eden who have poured into my life and the community that surrounded me and helped me find my faith. Eden Christian Academy, building His kingdom one life at a time. Full enrollment is open now at EdenChristianAcademy.org. I'll tell you, this is a fascinating thing. And if, if you follow through this, you're going to fall into a hole that's going to be not hours, not even days. It could be years. Okay, earlier this week, the Bodleian Library announced that it had digitized a 550-year-old copy of the Gutenberg Bible. Wow. Along with a number of other ancient Bibles, some of them beautiful. Now, you can go and find these libraries. You sit in your front Listen, of your laptop. If I could go to any library on earth, I'd want to go to the Bodleian. Yep. I just, I'm fascinated by it. Well, now you can go online and see these images. But it won't be. That's very cool, but it won't be quite the same it as won't walking be. in the door. However, the British Library has come out with an announcement as of Thursday. They say this. We have released over one million images onto Flickr Commons for anyone to use, remax, and purpose. These images were taken from pages of the 17th, 18th, and 19th century books digitized by Microsoft, who then generously gifted the scanned images to us, allowing us to release these images to public domain. The images themselves cover a mix of subjects, maps, geological diagrams, beautiful illustrations, comical satire, illustrated and decorative letters, colorful illustrations, landscapes, wall paintings, and so much more than we are even not aware of. Free to use, reproduce, copy, and do whatever you wish. That's really cool. Isn't it incredible? So, so I, I mean, there's no other way to do that than going page by page, right? There's no other way to do that. No. 
scanning, scanning, scanning. But then if you have a high quality printer or send it to someone who does, <clears throat> excuse me, these images, I mean, they could hang on your wall as works of art. Right. Of course. I mean, some of the greatest, most beautiful things we're going to see for free. Boy, that is really, really cool. So there's an entire collection that you can see. Um, we should post this on our Facebook page because, I mean, I just look forward to sitting down when I've got some free time mm -hmm. and scanning, scanning, scanning. Right. Incredible things. I would love to go to the Bodlin, uh, which is at Oxford. Uh, I would, it's just, if you read English literature or even if you watch BBC shows, yeah. even, it, it pops up. It's just, anyway, I would love to see it there. Yeah. Um, speaking of traveling to Europe, though, which I, I've only been to Europe one time and it was before covid and I'm itching to get back. Mm -hmm. Okay, itching, 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 itching to get back. Um, so I saw this article in CN Traveler about the most artistic cities in Europe, oh. which is an art lover's guide to the continent. Okay, so I don't want to get stuck in the weeds here for our listeners, but I do want to highlight some of the things that Condé Nast says here because it, it would just make for such a thrilling trip to see the art that Europe has to offer. And of course, in in a, in any trip, you would be seeing the tiniest fraction of what's yep. there, but at least you would be seeing something. Let right? me just say this. I've done a lot of this. You quickly get overwhelmed. You can't take it all in. It's too much beauty. You can't. Which, isn't that, doesn't that say something about us? Of course it does. Is that we were created for more than we're able to... Absorb. Right. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Condé Nast Travel Traveler says that when you're planning a trip, you often look at things like hotels or restaurants or, you know, what there is to do in a city. Hmm. But they're saying, what about art? What about planning a trip, not around those things, but around art? And then subservient to art would be your restaurants and your hotels sure. and whatever. So you land in the city specifically yep. to see X yes. and then you go about it and everything else. Hey, that's cool. Let's go have a meal. Yes. So these are the top 10 uh, that they recommend. Number 10 is Paris, of course. which should not be a surprise to anybody. Uh, you could see the Mona Lisa. I'm in the middle of a book on the Louvre right now, which is, pardon me, super interesting. Um, you can go to the uh, Musée d'Orsay. You could go. You could just look at the architecture. You don't even have to go into the a museum. Pompidou. Look at how beautiful it is. Mm -hmm. uh, number nine, Lyon. Lyon. What makes it unique is how eclectic its artistic offerings are. Mm. In the Museum of Fine Arts, there not only are there historical works by early modern artists like Rubens, uh, but more contemporary offerings alongside an extensive collection of Egyptian artifacts. Really. I would like to go What's going to happen with those? You think they'll be returned? Well, that's the question, mm -hmm. right? And that's one of the questions with that, um, the, the theft that was happening at the British Museum. Right, right. Is that in the, Who owns it? Is, is they're already, you know, dealing with, you know, African countries and Middle Eastern countries saying, yeah, that's you know, nice. Bring it back. Right. That's not your artifact. Yeah, right, right. It's our artifact. Number eight, Helsinki. Hmm. I'd love to go there. Finland. Yeah, how about that? I would never have thought of that as an artistic capital, um, but there are apparently a handful of well-stocked galleries and museums there. Really? Cool. Uh, number nine, Milan. Mm. Now that Milan to me is, is fashion, right? But this article is saying it's not just fashion, though that is but a it's thing, Italy. right? Um, but there are historic buildings and galleries home to some of the most iconic artworks in the world. That's where the Last Supper is. 
Oh, really? I didn't know it was in New York. I did not either. Wouldn't that article? be cool? Mm-hmm. How big is the Last Supper? Any idea? Well, I don't know, but it's got to be pretty big because it's over like a doorway, right? right? So it's, I would think 20 feet. I don't have, I have no idea. I'm just curious about that. And I'm not talking about the felt version. Right. I'm going to guess it's 20 feet wide and mm. we'll, we'll look it up and then you can mock me if right. I'm completely off. How big is it? Number six, Berlin. Mm, yeah. Contemporary art lover's dream. Hmm. Um, see what Lexi just texted us because I bet she just okay. well, filled she in the blanks did. there because that's right. what she's so good at doing. Uh, Berlin, uh, a long weekend, Condonet says, or an entire week, if you've got the stamina, can be wild away just in Berlin's spectacular galleries and museums. Interesting. Last Supper is 15 feet, one inches high by 29 feet long. Not bad. I have to say, yeah. I feel pretty good about that. Pretty good. Number five, Oslo. Oh, in Norway. Norway. How about Lovely. that? Mm-hmm. Um, Fjord Oslo transforms Harbor Promenade into an outdoor exhibition of light. I mean, if you see pictures of this that I'm looking at a condonast, oh, that looks absolutely terrific. Number four, Edinburgh. Hmm. Scotland. Scotland, would you be interested in going Very there? Very much so. There's an Edinburgh Festival, theater festival every year. It's uh, world class. National Galleries of Scotland is a collection of galleries at the very heart of Edinburgh. Modern one, two, national, and portrait. Number three, city, Rome. Yeah. Love to go. I've never been. Neither have I. I want love to see to the Trevi Fountain. I want to see everything. I know. I want to see I want to see the Spanish Steps. Yeah. I would the love Coliseum. to do that. I mean, it's just, I, I can't. The Coliseum, eh? No, nah, man. Eh? I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's an artistic, it's a historical artifact. Um, but there's so many other things. Anyway, Rome is number three. Number two is Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Amsterdam is gorgeous. You Have you been to Amsterdam? No. No, you haven't. Amsterdam is really, it's just really, really fabulous. The um, Van Gogh Museum is there where I spent a day and it's just gorgeous. There are 700 of his works in, in the Van Gogh Museum. Cool. Not to mention the Rijksmuseum, which is where... I mean, well, most of Rembrandt's things, I think, are in the Rijksmuseum. Um, There are Rembrandt's all over the world, but I think the majority of them are in the Rijksmuseum, and every Dutch master you can imagine is in there. Um, So that would be fabulous. But the number one city for art is, what do you think? You have any guesses? Hmm. I'm surprised. No, I don't have any idea. London. Oh, okay. Well, of course. I guess I I, 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 would, really I would have didn't... thought Paris would have been. The it one says city. that it's the creative capital of Europe right now. Fabulous. Yeah. So National Portrait Gallery, the National Gallery, Somerset House, the Tate Modern. Mm-hmm. The, also, you can go to London's best restaurants. Um, you can look at Monet, Bellini, Ruben, Rubens, Rembrandt, you name it. Regent's Park. I mean, talk about a bucket list to have the time and the money. To do that. Just do that. Wouldn't that be yeah. awesome? To get on a train and go from city to city and just take it all in, right? In the meantime, oh, we won't go out today. We'll just stay here and, you know, read instead. And then in a few days, we'll gather ourselves together and then we'll go to Norway. I think I would like to plan a trip like that as opposed to planning a trip where I have every day. F- filled. Yeah. Yeah. You need time to Because to, every Because every day filled... Too much. You have no idea what could happen right, or right. how you're going to feel. Yeah. No, I think you need time to sort of sit on a park bench somewhere. That's okay. all. All right. If you That's could set nice that list. up for me. You want to be my travel agent? Sure, I'd be happy to. Yeah. Okay. Just write the check. I'll be okay. happy to fill in the blanks. Okay. Okay, we'll take a quick break. We come back. It's the Friday show here in the Ride Home. Uh, a 3D printed house. We're going from art to... Architecture. Yeah.
doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling. The first Owens Corning MVP in Pittsburgh and one of the longest tenured platinum contractors in the Pittsburgh region. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Attention taxpayers, ready for some bad news? With $80 billion in new funding from Congress, the IRS has launched their most aggressive hiring campaign ever to ramp up enforcement. If you're ignoring your taxes, don't delay another minute because your paycheck, your bank account, even your home or business could already be at risk. Now, here's the good news. Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm, can get to work immediately, helping to protect you from the IRS. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, their tax attorneys and licensed professionals are experts at resolving tax problems. Let them help determine if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative or other powerful IRS tax assistance programs. Take control. Call Optima Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-583-0141. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com. Or call 800-583-0141. That's 800-583-0141. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. One in ten people you'll pass today are food insecure, many of them children. Your donation to Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank will directly help feed over 700 kids a day through summer and after-school programs across Allegheny County. And through their partnership with hundreds of schools and community organizations all over Western PA, you'll help to increase access to free meals for kids year-round. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org today to donate or become a volunteer. pittsburghfoodbank.org Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Seven two four new roof. Kath, like you, I am not really sure the particulars of three D printing as a construction I can't technique. It. Okay, but here's the deal. Apparently, it's becoming more popular as a construction method, with multiple companies building entire three D printed neighborhoods in various parts of the world. It's come under scrutiny, though, because some critics say it's not nearly cost-effective or as environmentally friendly as advocates claim. But a Japanese company called Surendex is going to build tiny printed homes at $37,000 each. The homes are small at 538 square feet. Mm, It's about the size of a large studio apartment. Mm -hmm. But their design, called Futsusubo, which means barnacle in Japanese, includes a bedroom, a bathroom, and an open-concept living kitchen space. 
uh, open to, uh, owning to the um, Japan's compact geography. They, uh, this is like um, smaller houses because you're in smaller quarters. The Japanese, the size of a Japanese house, uh, about a thousand square feet. Mm, okay. The average size of an American house, two thousand two hundred square feet. So the company says that uh, the design was partly to cater to demand from for older married couples wanting to downsize during their retirement. The first uh, home that was completed, 100 square pre, 100 square seven um, square feet. It is uh, also earthquake proof, and um, that was built for just twenty five thousand dollars. Now, because of three D printing techniques, you've got to be further out of the city. There's too much going on with what equipment and things like that. So it said better to be more so country than okay. city. But that's not a bad deal. Do you have a picture of this? I do. $25,000. Admittedly, it's not pretty. It kind of reminds me of a mausoleum. It looks a lot like a mausoleum, yeah. actually. Right. So it has, flat roof. you know, it has yeah, it has a flat roof. It's got small windows. It's got one glass sliding door. Uh but other than that, it is extremely basic. It looks like perhaps an edifice you would live in if you were studying in Antarctica. Mm, could be, yeah. Fairly nondescript. However, at that price point of $25,000 or even a little higher up for some more amenities, at $37,000, a lot of people could afford that, right? And in two days, you go into areas, I mean, if you're going to do a an entire neighborhood, an entire 3D printed neighborhood. I mean, we've been to places in Guatemala and Haiti and whatnot. Mm -hmm. That would change people's lives for the better forever. Yes, it would. I like it. But still, I bet that the houses that are being built by certain relief organizations, a whole whole variety of relief organizations, are still a lot cheaper than $24,000. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, so that's probably loaded with... You know, high-end appliances, right? A dishwasher, Maybe, yeah. refrigerator. We're talking about food for the poor or something like that. Right. It's a basic cinder block structure. Right, right. It's going to hold no up. No plumbing. No plumbing. But it's not going to fall down. I mean, people are coming in from hovels and whatnot. Right. You know. Huh. Okay, so your first house. Yeah. Uh, do you remember any idea how many square feet it was? Um, I don't. I would say maybe 1,200. Okay. Not that big. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that was not my favorite house. My wife would say, you hated it here. I and mean, why was that? Because it was so tiny. I was moving from a, a carriage house that I was in that was high up in the sky and open and light and airy to a little tiny three-bedroom. What, what I really disliked about it, you'd walk in the front door. And you were right in the living room. Yes. Yep. I just, Yeah. Yeah, having an entryway is a luxury. Oh, so cr- yeah. You were like right there. Mm-hmm. Right there, there's a little living room. To your left was a little dining room and then a little kitchen. And then mm-hmm. you went upstairs and there were three bedrooms. It was really, really, really basic to me. Yeah. And my neighbor was like right on. We were surrounded. We were like right on top of people. So literally someone would sneeze next door and you'd say, God bless you. Right. It's just too much for me. I had come from a different place. Right. Uh, our, our first house that we lived in was about a thousand square feet mm-hmm. and it was a duplex that we shared with friends and uh, that wasn't the problem. It was the how the duplex next to us was built so close mm-hmm. to the duplex we were living in that the windows were lined exactly. Right. Up. So you could see they could see in your room. Yeah, that's right. how we were too. Yeah.
So I no rem- privacy. I remember too close. early in our marriage, my husband uh, went into the bathroom in the middle of the night, and I heard him talking. And I thought, what is going on? He came back, and I said, what, what were you doing? He said, oh, I, I was talking to Joe Jr. next door. He was peeing, too. And I thought, we have to move. We get out of here. It's, yeah. t- it's time to start looking. Privacy is good, isn't it? Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. The choice in your health care. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A grim list is being released on Maui and Hawaii of nearly 400 people who were still unaccounted for in the weeks following a deadly wildfire. Maui Police Chief John Pelletier says he knows finding a loved one's name on a list of more than 380 missing will be tough to see. This is not an easy thing to do. In some cases, it will mean a loved one is dead. We want to make sure that we are doing everything we can possibly to make this investigation the most complete, thorough. The police chief is asking for the public's help. And of course, if someone spots their name on the list, they need to tell authorities. I'm Jackie Quinn. Auto workers have voted overwhelmingly to give union leaders the authority to call strikes against Detroit car companies if a contract agreement is not reached. This is SRN News. Attention Medicaid patients. If you're on Medicaid, how would you like if your caretaker was your daughter, your son, your grandchild, or your close friend? If you're on Medicaid, Freedom Care allows you to choose who provides your care, and that caregiver will get paid instantly after their shift. Yes, your caregiver will get paid instantly, and it's 100% free to you if you are on Medicaid. Call 412-990-1365 and ask Freedom Care how to get started with care today. No more worrying about getting care from an aide at an agency. Freedom Care helps you choose who you want to take care of you, and that person gets paid. Call Freedom Care at 412-990-1365. That's 412-990-1365. To get started today, you get a caregiver you know and trust, and they get paid instantly after their shift, and it's free to you. Start now by calling 412-990-1365. That's 412-990-1365. Or go to freedomcare.com. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. At Eden Christian Academy, lives are under construction every day. 
Lives built upon the foundation of God's Word, shaped by the understanding that every student is created with a unique design and purpose, building the mind with academic strength and depth, while fashioning spiritual Christ-like character that can change the world. Fall enrollment is open now, pre-K through 12th grade. Eden Christian Academy, building His kingdom, one life at a time, at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Lots of channels, nothing to watch. Especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. It'll be humid with a nighttime low of 65. A humid morning tomorrow, otherwise partly sunny skies. Tomorrow will reach a high of 81. Partly cloudy skies expected for tomorrow night with a low of 62. Times of clouds and sunshine for Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. The final hour, the 5 o'clock hour of the week here on The Ride Home. Happy that you're with us. It's a... We've had a few sort of run of cloudy days here, haven't we? It's been a lot of rain. Yeah. Boy, that rain last night was dramatic. I slept through it. Really? Yeah. It up, was something else. I woke up this morning and looked out the window as I was coming down the steps, and like the chairs in our yard had all yeah, been toppled over. Right. I, I was like, "What?" My wife yeah. was like, "I can't believe you slept through that." Yeah, I can't either. Yeah. So, like, there was a lot of lightning too. I missed it all. <laughs> Very happy. <laughs> Last night was the first night of my husband using the uh, sleep mask. Oh, well, mm-hmm. he covered his eyes. Yep. And mm-hmm. I haven't heard back. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Have you ever used a sleep mask? Never. I don't. That I'm not interested in that. Neither am I. My kid uses a sleep mask. Yeah, and he's used one for years. Yeah, that doesn't sound. No, I don't like I that don't, at all. No, I don't. That doesn't sound comforting. No. To Can me. you sleep in a bright room? Oh yeah. Me too. It doesn't doesn't bother I'm me not at all. A, not at all. No. Oh, I'm, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. My wife's like she's covering up. You know, close the curtains. I'm like, I get that window open. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Me. Very good. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, it's uh, five after five. Oh. Is it too early for me to tell you? Never. Your weekend has begun. Fabulous. Excellent. Yep it. Thank yep you. It. I mean, it, hey, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, it really has. If it's five o'clock on a Friday afternoon, what are you doing, right? Exactly. We're at work, but you don't have to be. I mean, if you're a, if you, plus if you're in sales, you oh, haven't been working since one o'clock this afternoon. Easily, yeah. Hey, a couple things of note. Uh, just want to let you know about before we get on with the five o'clock hour. Uh, comedian Jeff Allen, "Are We There Yet?" tour is heading to Pittsburgh Friday, October sixth. At Impact Christian Church in Moon Township, uh, general admission and VIP tickets are available. We're going to be there. And who doesn't want to go and hang out and laugh with a bunch of people? Uh, looks He's like fun. very funny. He is super, And very yeah. insightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'll be a fun night. Give me the date again, John. Yeah, f- it is a Friday evening, October the 6th, in Moon Township, Hookstown Road. And you go to wordfm.com, you'll see the uh, Jeff Allen uh, banner at the top of the page. Uh, JeffAllenComedy.com as well. Uh, tickets are fairly inexpensive. Be a great date night for you mm-hmm. and yours, or you know. But uh, 
a, a really interesting, funny. Yeah. <laughs> here's some of the honest, real, redemptive, uh, revealing, raw, restorative, hilarious. All right, Jeff Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my journey from a messed up to meaningful life is mm-hmm. the subtitle. All right, I guess mm-hmm. we should all hope for that. Exactly. And also, the um, there's a marriage conference headed into Pittsburgh as well, and we are giving away uh, free um, free tickets for that. I think uh, wordfm.com. You go the family life marriage event, highly recommended. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're interested, uh, check us out online wordfm.com. Okay. Yeah, you can buy uh, tickets for both events there. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, uh, it being Friday, August 25th, yep. it is miraculous that I am at work. Why? Because I would rather be in Scotland. Oh, right. I would rather be in Scotland right? because this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, well, uh, here's the good news. If you go to Facebook, uh, you can be part of this live. Um because the Loch Ness monsters are coming together. The not lar- lo- I mean, not the Loch Ness monsters no. are coming together. Uh, L- Loch, Ness Loch Ness monster, monster lovers. Exactly. Enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. The biggest hunt in 50 years from around the world. They will converge today at the Scottish Highlands for the biggest hunt, as I said, in the half a century. Guardians of this unique story, as well as investing in creating an unforgettable unex- experience for visitors. And uh, the search goes on. A hundred volunteers will participate in person, while many others will keep watch online. Every morning, organizers will brief the group and provide instructions, billing the search as the biggest of its kind since a hunt by the Loch Ness Investigation Bureau in 1972. Now, if you go on Facebook, Mm -hmm. Loch Ness Exploration on Facebook. I've already joined it. Okay, I'm doing it right now. Loch Ness Exploration on Facebook. We invite you to support the study of the lock and the natural behavior of the elements that may be the root cause of these strange reports. Lock, what, what am I looking for? Loch Ness? Looking for Loch Ness Exploration on Facebook. And uh, you'll see, I mean, I'm looking at it a little earlier today. There were, there were live videos. Man, people were I streaming see it. live. Mm-hmm. I've joined it. Now, listen, I did not know this. We talked about this the other day. The history of the Loch Ness Monster dates back to 565 mm-hmm. when... An Irish monk, St. Columba, made what be history's first recorded Nessie sighting. As the story goes, he confronted the monster, which had been terrorizing locals, and banished it into the loch. Now, the global phenomenon of the Loch Ness Monster really began 90 years ago. In 1933, that spring, a hotel manager named Aldi McKay claimed that she and her husband had encountered a creature that looked like a whale in the loch. Then a journalist for the local paper, the Intervis Courier, ran the story and referred to Nessie as a monster for the first time. Later that summer, a visitor to the region reported seeing a creature crossing the road with a lamb in its mouth. A few months later, a man named Hugh Gray took the first alleged photo of Nessie from the northern shore of the loch. And, of course, that photo kicked up the modern era of Nessie hunting. Up until then, it was just a local a mystery, and now it's a worldwide phenomenon of which you, Calf, mm-hmm. are deeply invested in. You know what that sounds like to me, John? Hmm. Evidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what that sounds like. All right. Mm-hmm. Eyewitness evidence. Uh, yeah, I... Look, as I said before, Bigfoot, get out of here. Don't nap. Uh, The Chupacabra, Hmm. not really persuasive to me. The The Loch Ness Ness Monster, bring it. I mean, I see that photo from 1933. That 
It is a mysterious place there. Mm -hmm. Scotland is like there's wisps of fog everywhere. It's super cold and damp. The locks are incredibly deep, big mountains. I mean, who knows what's happening in there? Mm -hmm. I like to imagine that there might not just be one. What? There might, and here's the thing. How long is Ness? I mean, so look how long ago the first, you know, sightings were. 565. So it can't be the same monster. No. So is there a familial thing happening? Or maybe we're just going to find some kind of fossilized evidence of a creature? That's what I think. Okay, because it's been 90 years since the photograph. Which was in 33? Yeah. So people have seen it. No, they've not seen Nessie since then, have they? Just that blurry sort of black and white little brownie thing. I'm dubious at best. It's a mysterious place. It mm-hmm. is a mysterious place. Okay. So the scientific thing, like they're using sonars yeah. and drones yeah. and all sorts of things. And they're asking regular people who are around yeah. to just submit whatever photographic evidence they have over the weekend. Right. So they're going to be inundated with digital information. Okay, so you look at the Facebook page, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks pretty cool, doesn't it? Yes. There's a lot of chatter going on there, right? There's videos. Um, it gets under, I think it's already underway, but in earnest, I believe, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm going to be pretty much glued to this for the weekend. Right, You're going to, people are going to say, don't you have more in your life? And my answer is probably going to be not. No. I, I wish I did, but I don't. Uh, it's fascinating. I am all about Nessie. All right. I can't wait till Monday. Maybe I'm going to come in. There's going to be huge news. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about marriage next. Stay with us. W-O-R-D. Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. Not only do I have attention deficit, I'm also a functioning hypochondriac. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet comedy tour. Those days I've convinced myself I need an ambulance, by the time I get to the phone to call one, I'm distracted four or five times. Word FM presents Jeff Allen Friday, October 6th at Impact Christian Church, Moon Township. Tickets and Word FM fan club discounts now at wordfm.com. Well, uh, it's sad to say that summer feels as though it's winding down. I don't want to let it go. But Labor Day is upon us, and that means a great trip to the spring house is in store for you. Here to talk to us about the spring house is Marsha. Hey, Marsh. Hi, guys. How are you today? We're well, and I know Labor Day is until next weekend, but I'm already making plans. Just Mm -hmm. last night, I was coming up with a list of what I was going to do Saturday and some stuff I'm going to do Monday. Mm -hmm. So I bet that you at the spring house have been planning for a long time. We have, we have, and we're excited and um, to help people, you know, keep it fun and so they can enjoy their family. So we have, we even have people bringing in their special bowls so we can fill it up with homemade salads Mm -hmm. all weekend Mm -hmm. long. And um, we have, um, so we'll have our salad case, our 12 foot salad case full of sweet and sour broccoli, coleslaw, homemade potato salad, baked potato salad, like every yummy salad you could think of. We'll have it full all weekend long. Come in and get salads and baked goods, buns and hot dog buns, but most importantly, cookies, right? Mm. And <laughs> cookies and pies. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we'll have a great menu all weekend long. But then on Monday, we have our annual um, Labor Day chicken barbecue, and it's the last barbecue of the season. And that would be Monday, September 4th. And we'll have, um, we'll be doing out on the pit outside the barbecue chicken quarters. And we'll have all kinds of sides to go with that, spice rubbed ribs, hot roast beef, barbecue pork sandwiches, and then sides like homemade mashed potatoes, Alabama veggies, casserole, corn pudding, cabbage and noodles, all kind of yummy things. And it'll be, you can either do a one-price meal or you can pick and choose what you're hungry for. And 
it'll be a fun day. Fabulous. If you're, if you're looking for anything fun this weekend or next weekend, which is Labor Day, you can't do better than the Springhouse. Mm-hmm. Look them up online, springhousemarket.com. Current events are unfolding like it's right out of the book of Revelations. From the threat of AI to genocide, wars, man-made bioplagues, everything prophesied in the Bible looks like it's happening now. After speaking to Christian leaders from all over the world, I believe the next step is a man-made crisis completely designed to take over our economic freedom. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now, a Christian author and media analyst who breaks down current events to people just like you who are concerned about their future and the future of their families. I always tell my listeners and my people perish for lack of knowledge is what the Bible says. You need knowledge about gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. That's the best, best option. To see why, text the word FAITH to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. I recommend you get their info kit. That's FAITH to 989898. And then you'll be armed with the information you need in order to have peace of mind and guide your affairs with great wisdom. God bless you. MTS stands for Master of Theological Studies, and it's a two-year degree for those who want to just deepen in their theological knowledge. With an MTS degree from RPTS, you can be ready for whatever God calls you to. We have three areas of concentration, biblical counseling, biblical studies, either the Old or the New Testament. You can also do one in doctrinal or historical studies. Learn how to get your Master of Theological Studies degree entirely online at rpts.edu. RPTS, study under pastors. The truth is, if anyone's been married, marriage is hard, right? It's a great source of joy and love and comfort. But one of the major things is to be married is to engage in difficulty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard enough to be with yourself. Exactly. Then have then, somebody else have to be with you. Exactly. And then you've got to deal with their thing as well. Yep. Amy Julia Becker is back with you. She's been a regular guest on our show over the many years. Uh, she's also an author of several books that we love. Her latest is called To Be Made Well, An Invitation to Wholeness, Healing, and Hope. But Amy Julia, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me. It's always great to be with you both. So John told me that you and he were talking and um, you had shared that you took a little trip with your husband, kind of reconnect, uh, do some biking, 48 um, hours, 48 hours and, uh, and you've decided to kind of let us in on what it was like. Yes, we have had um, a summer where we've actually been moving. So there's just been all the typical moving pieces and parts of a summer with three children going to camps and things like that. And we've also been literally moving houses. So there's just been a lot going on. And so we did. We we did not bike for 48 hours. We went away for 48 hours. Yeah, let's some biking. be reasonable. <laughs> um, and some beaches and some, yes, exactly. And some sleeping, uh, which was very nice too. But um, yeah, we did. And it's so interesting because on the one hand, it was delightful and beautiful and so good. And on the other hand, it gave us the time and space to actually um, visit some of the things that had come up that weren't so lovely and beautiful over the course of this summer. Right. And, you know, quite frankly, the things that come up over and over and over again, we've now been married uh, 24 years. So, you know, over and over again throughout the decades. So there were, you know, some some tense moments, shall we say, over right. the course of those two days. And Amy Julia, isn't that like the worst? Yep. Like you're together <laughs> and you know that this thing is coming at you. And you're spending money. Right. And here's, you know, here's a truck. It's supposed to be fun. Well, 
but yeah. you're going to dig deep, but you know something's there, and you just kind of surrender to it and go, okay, let's get on with it, yeah? Yeah, well, you know, we made a rule earlier this summer, which we did not follow because we didn't remember to follow it, but I do think it's probably a good one, which is that um, when we are out on a date, if we stumble into one of those kind of topics that is just likely to make me start crying and Peter get angry, which is how it tends to go for us. Um, We will actually say, you know what, this is important. We need to talk about it and we're going to do it on a walk tomorrow Okay. because we have found that actually those types of conversations, we are both so much more able to hear each other, to say what we actually think and mean and want to say uh, when we are in the context of like hiking or walking together. (laughs) And when we're, at dinner, for some reason, um, and it's supposed to be like a nice romantic evening on the beach or something, right. that's when um, things just get, tend to get worse, which, you know, in this case, we had one of those conversations at dinner. We did not obey our own rule. Um, but then we did have a follow-up conversation the next day. And I think, you know, we we circle back to lots of typical topics, you know, who is doing their fair share in the household and with the children and um, what does it mean for us to support each other and yet also say, no, no, these are my needs and I'm going to take care of them. And, um, you know, all sorts of other things that we may have disagreed about over and over our own fears and insecurities that get, you know, um, tripped up with each other all the time. And I sometimes get really discouraged because I think, oh my gosh, we had this conversation last year and the year before and the year before that. And yet what I've recently been, the image I've had in my mind, especially as I've been doing some of this work on healing with that uh, last book to be made well, is an image of spiraling upwards. So you're still going in circles, (laughs) but they're not exactly the same circles, right? You're circling back to the same area. But if you are potentially spiraling upward um, where it's not exactly the same, there is progress, there's movement, there's growth. It's just not linear and like climbing a mountaintop. You know, it's more like circling around a mountain. And that has been helpful to me as I've seen us grow over the years. And the, what I've talked about and, and saw over the course of this weekend in real life, in our own life, uh, is this pattern of honesty, humility, and hope leading to that pattern of spiraling upwards, where if we can be honest, even when it feels kind of scary to say, I feel selfish saying this, but here's how I feel, right? Just We can just be honest about it. And if we can be humble and say, and I can't figure this all out myself and I need help. Um, and if we can be hopeful and I believe things can change, even if they're not as different as I want them to be right now, whether that's within myself or within you. Those three things, honesty, humility, and hope, I really do believe help us over time to see healing happen in all sorts of ways. Amy Julia Becker's with us. She writes on personal, spiritual, and social healing, author of several books, including her latest, which is To Be Made Well. She already talked about it, An Invitation to Wholeness, Healing, and Hope. One of the things John and I have talked about over the years on the air is how uh, in both of our marriages, it sounds like it's the same in yours, and it might be the same in everybody's, is that you end up having the same argument over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I mean like decades. I mean, the past comes <laughs> yeah. upon us quickly. Yeah, and it's just the same thing. It just, yeah. So is that your experience? It's definitely my experience. What I've been trying to see is, are there any signs of growth in those places? So that 
excuse me, so that I don't see it as like completely stuck. We're yes. never going yeah. to move out of this place. Even if it's like, you know what? Last time I started crying and this time I didn't. Well, there's some growth there right. maybe in terms of my own ability or, you know, I um, even just being able to own a little bit more of my side of the street rather than like blaming everything on my husband because it's certainly never all his fault, right? Like, so there are some things like that um, that we, I think have both really been working on not just doing, but also recognizing that even though we're going back to the same place, if we're not handling it exactly the same way, that's still growth. That's still healing. And we are hopefully learning how to love each other better and learning more about ourselves and growing in, you know, God's purposes and callings on our lives. That would be my hope. Yes. I mean, to have the conversation and not get so over the top emotional and stay fixated on the the problem yeah. or the conundrum that whole situation to me it, it for us it's always the emotion that overtakes things and then things quickly dissolve and then you go well you didn't well, solve anything no we didn't do anything we just hurt each other yeah and i think you know for me too the other thing that happens is there are two reasons that things don't get brought up which sometimes makes it worse once they are one is I think that's such a little thing, I should let it go. Like I should forgive you for that without even needing to like talk about it because yeah. it was so little. You know, you were five minutes late and you didn't tell me or even 15 minutes late, whatever it is. Right. So there's that. And then there's the buildup of stuff that you just don't have time to talk about because life is just moving so quickly. And the image that came to mind for me for that was like a dam, you know, where there's like a debris that has mm-hmm. just piled up. And we think it's a little thing, but when it's so many or the same little thing over and over and over again, it can literally stop the water from even flowing. And then if we finally can be honest and like break through that dam and say, look, I feel petty, but every time you are late for dinner and you don't tell me that you're coming, it feels disrespectful to me. And now that's happened 20 times, 200 times, whatever it is. Um, if we can be honest about that and the dam can burst, it's actually both powerful and kind of scary, you know, (laughs) but um, we can still get hit by some of that debris. But I do think movement is possible when we start to take the time, make the space, um, be honest about our own stuff, be honest about what hurts, be honest about what um, matters to us and be humble in the midst of it, you know, Um, and hopeful too. You know, one of the things that has promoted a lot, just a lot of difficulty with my husband and I is that he ha- he and I have such different schedules. He always says we live in different time zones. He has to get mm. up at 4.15 in the morning. Um, I don't have to be at work until afternoon. And John and I work until mm-hmm. 6.30 in the evening. Um, and uh, so he has to eat dinner early. And, it was, yeah. and it's just really frustrating because I would feel like I had to get home. And he's happy to cook himself, um, but I like to cook. And so I'd get home and I'd have mm. to be like making things really fast. But you can't make it fast. And first of all, if you do, it's not fun. But even if you do make it fast, it's not all that good. It's still late. And so he's still, you well, know what I mean? He's still only, he's like yeah. sitting down to eat. And, and then he's going to bed. And then he's going to bed. Yeah. And so it's just so maybe i don't know 6 months ago we just thought you know what this is causing so much grief and frustration mm. so he just eats whenever and we think well that's horrible yeah. because we don't eat together but we like if he's eating i'll sit down with him when he's eating 
and then he'll hang out when I'm eating. It's just one of those things. Like, it's not ideal. Yeah. We wish that it was different. But the way it is now, at least we'll be together, but we don't, we don't have to be eating at the same time. Right. It's just one of those things. And it's like, you know, like all things, it becomes a negotiation, doesn't yeah. it? And somebody surrenders something so it makes the mm-hmm. relationship better, right? Well, and it's kind of living within our human limitations. I have a hard time doing that just for myself. I certainly have a hard time doing that, you know, in relation to other people. But I do think there's something really good about that. Not saying, well, you know, in theory, we should sit down and eat dinner together. is very different than the reality of it's stressful and doesn't actually give either of us what we need (laughs) for us to sit down and eat dinner together. But if the point of eating dinner together is more to spend time together, well, maybe we can do that and actually have there be less stress to it. So I do think that's, I mean, that's such a great example of like actually looking at the problem and saying maybe there's another solution as opposed to me rushing home, rushing dinner, feeling frustrated about it all, uh, where we can actually connect and enjoy each other and still live within the very real limits we have because of the jobs we have. Yeah. You know, and there's also, there's something to be said, we're, we're going to end soon here, but, but there's also something to be said, just kind of like what we're doing right now, because you tend to think we're the only ones who are going through this. This is mm-hmm. unique yeah, to right. us. Yeah. This is only us. We suffer we through this. We have the worst marriage in the world. Right. We don't eat together. But the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is that everybody suffers through these things. If you're committed to staying together, you know, in your marriage, I mean, everyone's suffering through. There's no easy solution here, but everyone's with us. I mean, you know, long-term friends or marriage conferences or, or couples therapy or whatnot. I mean, things are out there. I mean, the, the, the big thing is divorce is not part of the picture. And I think that you're absolutely right. Naming it not only for each other and for ourselves, but with other people and normalizing the idea that relationships are hard, marriage is hard, that doesn't mean it's not good, it doesn't mean it's not healthy, all of that is really important. And we have so many over-idealized visions of what our lives are supposed to be, when really what they're supposed to be is very human, which is typically vulnerable and messy and needy and good all at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Amy, Julia, thanks. Really good to hear from you. Yeah, appreciate your transparency and your honesty. It's not an easy thing to, you know, come on the radio and talk about your marriage. So we appreciate you doing <laughs> that. Thanks. Well, thanks for having me. Always great to be with you both. Always great. Amy, Julia Becker, uh, you can find her easily online. She is prolific. She's an excellent writer. Uh, her latest book is called To Be Made Well, An Invitation to Wholeness, Healing, and Hope. Amy, Julia Becker. Grove City College will welcome more than 600 new students to campus this month as 2023-24 academic year begins. Wow. They are drawn to the college by its excellent academics, its Christian mission, career outcomes, conservative values, and strong community, and that is very good news. Yeah. Now, the community, John, is something that I just, that's vital to every college student. Everybody wants it. You, you, need, you to, need it. You need to feel like you belong. Yeah. But, you know, I was just talking to uh, one of my daughters the other day, and we were talking, you know, she's coming close to graduating, and I said, you know, what do you think you got? This sounds ridiculous, but this is the question I asked her. What did you, what did you get out of Grove City? And she said, I just got to know so many Christians of different ages, and that 
really changed my perspective. So it wasn't just, you know, the people that she lived with who were her age, but they were people who were seniors when she was a freshman or they were her TAs or they were her professors or they were her, you know, choral director, whoever it is, that type of commitment in community I, it, I think she's right. I think it can change you forever. That's excellent. It's the beauty of the world and all that's in it through a Christ-centered lens. So whether it's this semester, next semester, or next year, do yourself a favor. Look online at grovecitycollegegcc.edu. That's the excellence of Grove City College. Current events are unfolding like it's right out of the book of Revelations. From the threat of AI to genocide, wars, man-made bioplagues, everything prophesied in the Bible looks like it's happening now. After speaking to Christian leaders from all over the world, I believe the next step is a man-made crisis completely designed to take over our economic freedom. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, a Christian author and media analyst who breaks down current events to people just like you who are concerned about their future and the future of their families. I always tell my listeners and my people perish for lack of knowledge is what the Bible says. You need knowledge about gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. That's the best, best option. To see why, text the word FAITH to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. I recommend you get their info kit. That's FAITH to 989898. And then you'll be armed with the information you need in order to have peace of mind and guide your affairs with great wisdom. God bless you. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. FY, it's about more than sports and working out. It's about making my community better. Living a healthier life. Spending time together as a family. It's where I go to learn and play after school. The Y strengthens communities. By helping kids reach their full potential. Encouraging healthy living. And inspiring social responsibility. Get involved. Find a Y near you. Visit YMCA.net. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. It'll be humid with a nighttime low of 65. A humid morning tomorrow, otherwise partly sunny skies. Tomorrow will reach a high of 81. Partly cloudy skies expected for tomorrow night with a low of 62. Times of clouds and sunshine for Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Where were we when we had a burger? Remember that? Isn't yeah, that we were butter joint. That was so good. North Craig Street in Oakland. Sometimes don't you just go, give me that. Give me that burger. Give me that steak. Yeah? I'm fine without red meat until about the three-month point. <laughs> oh, really? And then I start thinking about it. Okay, you and your family, you are... Pescatarian. You, pescat- what is a pescatarian? So it's like you eat fish. Oh, okay. So fish is cool. Yeah, fish so is cool. So lots of salmon. Right. Is that your main mm-hmm. protein, salmon? Yeah. Because well, the main a... protein's probably beans okay. or yogurt, but really? we eat, it's the main like yeah. entree right. if we're doing on entree. Okay. So uh, Gallup released uh, new findings today. In the United States, 4% of U.S. responders identify as vegetarians. 4%? Mm-hmm. Okay. 1% as vegans. Really? Uh-huh. Well, Mm-hmm. Those are shockingly low numbers for how loud they are. Yes, they are. Are they not? Take off your Birkenstocks. Um, these figures are similar to what Gallup has measured previously, including 2012 and 2018. Now, what's interesting is 
that Gallup found that political liberals and lower-income adults were among the subgroups most likely to be vegetarians. Now, tell, I get me the, tell me the groups again. Political liberals and lower-income adults. Well, it makes sense. If you're yeah, a low-income adult, yeah, you can't afford you the can, meat. You can spend a lot less money eating vegetarian. Yep. You really can. 9% of liberals today are vegetarian, <laughs> higher than in any other key subgroup, <laughs> Gallup analyzed. Political liberals, that's funny. Three times the rate of political <laughs> moderates and conservatives. Meanwhile, lower-income Americans, 7%, are about twice as likely as middle- and upper-income Americans to be vegetarians. Mm-hmm. Additionally, women, 6%, are more likely than men, 2%, to say that they eat a vegetarian diet. Mm -hmm. In previous studies, Gallup found significant age and racial group differences in vegetarian eating preferences, but that is not the case in this current survey. Mm -hmm. I will tell you this. If you're looking to lose weight, the vegetarian lifestyle is not the way to go. Oh, why? Mm -mm. It it just doesn't happen. It hasn't happened for me or my husband, neither one of us. Really? No. What is that? Because you end up having to eat carbs to feel full, mm-hmm. you know? So I think you end up eating more carbs. Do you eat, do you eat pasta? Some, not very often. See, I could eat pasta like three times a week. Yeah. I that, love That pasta. wouldn't help you with no, your weight loss not. journey no, no, either, no, no, sadly. No. Give me some ravioli. Yeah. Or how about just plain pasta with fresh marinara sauce? That's fine. A fresh, mm-hmm. clean marinara. Yeah. Oh, I just love that so much. My wife's been... Uh, Buying mushrooms, different varieties of mushrooms, and then chopping them up and just, you know, you know, a little butter on the skillet. Oh. Oh, that's so good. And putting that on pasta? Whatever. Just, okay. I'm seriously, whatever. Um, the other night I came in and uh, we we have this meal that, you know, for our kids. We, we call it the Chipotle meal where we buy beef, you know, and then we cut it in thin strips uh-huh. and then put a little bed of ri- uh, a bowl of rice, you know, and then the beef on top of that. And then we added the mushrooms and some peppers and a little hot sauce. Boom. Oh, I bet that's so good. It was good. excellent. It was excellent. Yeah. I'm so hungry. Yeah, me too. Okay, we need to take a break. But when we come back, what's waiting for us is the week in review. All right. What's everyone talking about this week? What hacked us off? Uh, Best news? What are we reading, watching? That's what's to come. Happier along with us is the Friday edition of The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. Two things that hit a family budget the hardest, the price of gas and of groceries. Let us ease that pain at the pump when you enter the $18,000 gas and groceries giveaway. The grand prize winner gets $10,000 in gift cards for gas and groceries. Three first prize winners each get $1,000 gift cards, and 10 second prize winners will get $500 gift cards for gas and groceries. That's $18,000 total. Sign up to win now at wordfm.com slash contests. Introducing Term Busters, a Christian-owned company that can help you save on term life insurance. In the highly competitive term life industry, rates have significantly dropped in recent years. For instance, a 45-year-old non-smoker can now secure $1 million of coverage for just $75 per month with a level rate for 10 years. Similarly, a 50-year-old non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110 with a guaranteed level rate for 20 years. Smokers can also benefit from our great rates. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. Whether you're in need of new or replacement term life insurance, call us today at 1-800-558-9940 
for a personalized quote. Don't settle for paying more than you should. Remember, the number to reach Termbusters, a Christian-owned and operated company, is 1-800-558-9940. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-smoker underwriting, and an exam is required to qualify. Call 1-800-558-9940. Ron had a tax problem he just couldn't handle on his own. I owed the IRS taxes for over five years, but I didn't have any money to pay the taxes. Those years cost him dearly. Most of it was fees and interest. It was horrible. Ron finally called in the pros. I called Optima Tax Relief, and boy, am I happy I did. (laughs) The leading tax resolution firm, Optima, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Ron was overjoyed. They settled my account with IRS. I was ecstatic. They are a lifesaver. (laughs) They are. I am so happy. (laughs) Take Ron's advice and call Optima now for a free consultation. Yeah, don't do like I did and wait. Call Optima Tax Relief. Do it now. You'll be ecstatic like me. (laughs) Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. People always ask me, why should I call Mr. Reuter Plumbing? Here's why. Our owner, Bob Bill, learned plumbing from his father who started plumbing in 1964. His father taught him to do it right the first time, and that's what Bob passed on to all of our plumbing technicians today. If you need a plumber, call Mr. Reuter. Always available for big and small jobs. Plus, mention you heard this ad on Word FM and receive 10% off your next service with us. Call 412-Reuter2 today. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Come on. Everyone was talking about Trump and the mugshot and Trump and the indictment. And Mm -hmm. that, that to me, is what everyone's talking about again and again and again. I also think... People are talking about spotted lanternflies. Oh, they got that right. Because they are swarming all around Pittsburgh. You can read the article in today's Trib about that. Become a bit of a sport. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, I think people are talking about the Steelers because they've looked very good in three preseason games. Don't get too excited. I'm not getting too excited. The question was, what are people talking about? Right, right. I also think, I I think people are talking about a lot of this. I think the assassination of Yevgeny Prigozhin in Russia is garnering a lot of conversation. Shocking. Yeah. And normalized in Mm -hmm. some weird way. Yep. Mm -hmm. What was a conversation that made you think? Well, we had some good conversations this week. Yeah, we sure did. I couldn't pick um, which one here today. I have to go back to well, uh, to a good friend of ours, Monday at 440 mm-hmm. with Doug Bursch. Mm-hmm. Doug Bursch is a pastor in uh, in the Pacific Midwest, and he uh, he's just a man after my own heart. Um, someone crushed him and said... Uh, he's a pastor. I don't ever want to talk to you ever again. I don't ever want to know about you. And he got the email right before he came on the air with us. Yeah. And you could feel the pain in his, in his conversation with us. And so I just love the guy and how pastors give their best and just get squashed. Yeah. It was really good. It was a hard conversation. Like I said, I just had a hard time choosing this week. Um, And I still have two in front of me and I'm not sure which to pick. Charlie Camosi. Nope, but that was number three. 
Okay. But they're all tied. I mean, it's just, it's so good. Um, we talked to Dr. Thomas Kidd, who's a historian from uh, Midwestern Baptist Seminary in Kansas City. And he talked about Elizabeth Elliot. Oh, yeah. Who um, was a uh, a big force in evangelicalism in the 70s, 80s, early 90s. And he wrote a piece for, C- for Christianity Today on how flawed of a figure she was. And, um, but how used by God she was. And it was just, it was... There was a lot of nuance in our conversation mm-hmm. about her, and there's a lot of different ways you can look at her writing and her choices and that sort of thing. Again, there was just – we were jam-packed yeah. with outstanding stuff this week on our show. So if you missed any of it, you can find our podcast wherever you get yours, uh, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Mm-hmm. What are you reading? Okay. I, for some reason, I can't – I'm not into a book right now. However – and all my time, of course, is what we do here on social media. I read this, and I just want to share this with you, because this reminds me of Isaiah 48. Okay. This was on Facebook, and someone said this. This is quick. Have you ever thought about this? In 100 years, like in 2133, we'll all be buried with our relatives and friends. Strangers will live in our homes we fought so hard to build. They'll own everything we have today. All our possessions will be unknown and unborn, including the car we spent a fortune on. We'll probably be scrap, preferably in the hands of an unknown collector. Our descendants will hardly or hardly know who we are, nor will they remember us. How many of us know our grandfather's father? After we die, we will be remembered for a few more years than we are just a portrait on someone's bookshelf. And a few years later, our history photos and deeds disappear into history's oblivion. We won't even be memories. If we pause one day to analyze these questions, perhaps we would understand how ignorant and weak the dream to achieve it all was. Mm. If we could only think about this, surely our approaches, our thoughts would change. We would be different people always having more, no time for what's really valuable in this life. I'd change all this to live and enjoy the walks I've never taken, the hugs I didn't give, the kisses for our children and our loved ones, these jokes that we didn't have time for. They would certainly be the most beautiful moments to remember. After all, those are the moments we fill our short lives with. Wow, that's really, really good. I mean, it's Isaiah 440, right? I mean, the grass withers, the flowers Mm -hmm. fade. We're here for such a short amount of time. Yeah, that's really good. Well, what I'm reading, John, is totally different than that. Okay. I'm reading uh, a book on the Louvre. Oh, what? That's yeah. Really interesting. You know what? I've had it for a long time. I've had it at least 10 years, probably. And it's it's a big book. It has a lot of photographs. And I've looked at the photographs a lot. It's a coffee table but, book. Yeah, it's a coffee table book. Um, but this one is about the building of the Louvre over the centuries. Mm. And it starts back with like Louis XIV and what he wow. was doing to preserve art and his passion for the Louvre. When was it first and, started? Do you well, know? so I, I want to say probably the 16th century is when it started. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there are medieval parts of the Louvre that are older than that. Oh, my gosh. You can actually so now cool. enter into the medieval part of the Louvre. Really? Which was closed for a long time when they built the um, the pyramid, you know, in yeah. a which I think was eighty three. Um, that's when they reopened that medieval oh, really? part that you can walk into. I've been there. Have you? Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous yeah. of that. That's cool. Anyway, just I haven't even started looking at what's in it. I'm just reading about. I love it. The the. Kind of the generation and evolution of it. What's it called? It's called The Louvre by Nicholas D'Archenbaut. Very nice. Yeah. Great. What did you eat? Um, 
we get kids home from college now, and you know. So my one kid is in love with my wife's fried chicken, and who am I to say no to that? Oh my! So God. the other night she made a gigantic, and I mean a gigantic batch of fried chicken with her homemade barbecue sauce, and you know you have it hot and fresh out of the skillet, and then the rest of the week you go. Just give me a little cut of that. Give me a little piece of that. So we've been in and out of the fridge with Rhonda June's fried chicken. Oh, Excellent. my gosh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, speaking of chicken, mm-hmm. I made chicken burgers for the first Wait, time what? last night. What you, what's a chicken burger? It's, you make it with ground chicken. Oh, really? And? So good. No kidding. Yeah. My right. niece made them over the weekend, and so I asked for the recipe. They're so good. Interesting. I broiled them in the oven, and they were just really great. Excellent. What did you watch? Last night, I went with my wife and my two kids. We went and saw Barbie. Satire and sincerity, a big wink to pop culture kitsch. Mm -hmm. Big swings, some misses, uh, a lot of talk about toxic masculinity with a wink. Did that make you mad? No, no. Did that offend you? No. Did it make you feel like less of a man? No, not at all, because it was a cartoon character. Like I said, a big wink, some big, some big swings, a lot of big misses, a lot of talk about female empowerment. Overall, um, I thought it was family fun. I've read reviews about it. You know, man hating. Bill yeah. Maher is yeah. up in arms about it, but I enjoyed it. I find myself smiling at it more often than not. Kitschy. You weren't offended. Not in the least. Hmm. All right. I can't wait to see it. I'm the only one now because mm-hmm. you and Lex have both seen it. I am so into Homeland on Hulu. Oh. Now, Homeland probably was on, what, a decade ago? Yeah. Uh, Claire Danes. And um, why can't I think of the guy who stars in it? Anyway, she is so excellent in this show. Mm. Now, this is not for kids. There is nothing about this. Damian Lewis, that's his name. Just came okay. to me. There's nothing about this show that's for kids. This is not a family show. But if you're looking for something that is going to, like, not allow you to escape, I mean, you just, it's so, I i have to stop talking about it. Just Excellent. watch Homeland. What hacked you off? Look, I don't know if it's you. <laughs> this is going to be good. I'm just so sick of politicians mm-hmm. and political talk. I'm so sick of It just started, politi- John. No, it's been endless. It's going to ramp up. If I never have to read or watch or think about politics and politicians again, I'd be a much happier person. Mm-hmm. I am tired of it. Done with it. I despise it all. It's just starting. Uh, well, what hacked me off is similar. I, I, I can't get into my head that there is a Republican Party in America, one of the two major parties in America, Acting like Donald Trump is the only option or that his nomination is some foregone conclusion. I just can't believe that. I cannot believe that. That is such that it it is such futile thinking and it's such incredibly closed minded attitude. Even if you are a fan of Donald Trump, let the reason that there is a uh, a whole era primary season season, i couldn't think of the word is so we can see all the candidates and hear what they have to say i refuse i refuse as a person to let donald trump suck up all the oxygen in a room when we're talking about who's going to be the republican nominee for president what was the best news you heard this week after three months of suffering with uh, with 
pneumonia, I believe this week, just the past few days, and I hate to say it out loud, but I believe it's true that I am finally, finally, finally getting healthy. Ah. Oh. Thank you, God. Uh, I think so. Yes, I'm into that. Wow, mm-hmm. that is so great. Yep. Uh, the best news I heard this week, uh, we had extended family who were in town, and uh, we spent a lot of time together. And we had such a good time. And I was thinking about how how glad that would have made my mom. Mm. Everyone know, to gather. Yep. My mom uh, passed away a couple years ago. And, uh, you know, when people pass away, you can just kind of let your family dissolve mm-hmm. if you want. But if you really try... Uh, you can make choices to keep your family together. And that was the best news I heard this That's week. That's good. What have you been listening to? I've been listening to Mike Ferris. Mm. Listen to this. I was born by the river In a little old tent Just like that river I've been running ever since. Spent a long time, long time coming, but a change is gonna come. Okay, I know our time is short. Yeah, that's Mike beautiful. Mike Ferris, uh, Salvation in Lights. I love it's a great that song. Album. Yep. I was listening to this. Jimmy Witherspoon, hmm. Robin Ford on guitar, played out for his legs. Forgive me for all my sins, and I've got a lot of them. Your withdrawal has been denied by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Call 800-900-8000. Now playing in theaters. I'm one of the best hitters you're ever going to see. The true inspirational story about family and faith. Briarcliff Entertainment's The Hill. They said he will never walk in. He ran. How many miracles do you need? Starring Dennis Quaid. You can't play baseball. God's going to give you a higher calling. 
You seen this? Major League tryouts. You're going to paralyze him. It's all stacked against me. The Hill. I cannot do this alone. Rated PG. Now playing in theaters. Get tickets now. A toast to our new college grad who fills us with so much joy. Almost as much as when we're in our RV. Oh, the world is your oyster, kiddo. And ours, too. Now that we're covered with Progressive, Dad and I can hop in our RV anytime we want. Might even splurge on a retractable awning. Oh, look out. (laughs) Sorry, what was I talking about? Protect your loved one with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. At Eden Christian Academy, lives are under construction every day, built upon the foundation of God's Word from pre-K through graduation. I think we can all agree that Eden Christian Academy has done a fantastic job of laying the groundwork for our faith. But now it is time for us to make the decision to plant our roots in the Lord. I will forever thank God for the teachers, coaches, friends, and mentors from Eden who have poured into my life and the community that surrounded me and helped me find my faith. Eden Christian Academy, building His kingdom one life at a time. Fall enrollment is open now at EdenChristianAcademy.org. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. All right, it's the weekend, is it not? That's a very, very good thing to do. Um, things to do in Pittsburgh this weekend. It is one of them include uh, yes. move your child into college. Oh, that's what you're doing. I bet a lot, that's what I'm doing. I bet uh, that's what a lot, a of, lot people of people are doing. Uh, the, uh, you can go for a bike ride. The 30th annual UPMC Health Plan Pedal Pittsburgh, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Sunday morning, beginning at Allegheny Commons Park on the north side. The largest single day charity bike ride in pennsylvania now wait i thought that we just I, there was just a bike thing in oakland up like two weeks ago there's a lot of bikes there's there. a lot, don't okay. forget our friend uh H2O. right is, that's labor day right mm-hmm. exactly uh skywatch the carnegie center uh, science center on the north side hosting skywatch saturday will be a feature presentation in the buell planetarium and observatory rooftop stargazing weather permitting from 9 p.m to 11 p.m uh, the Parking Pad Productions, they uh, present uh, a concert. The event benefits KMFK Safety Services, a Beachview-based company. Um, it's a multi, uh, multi-instrument multi uh, concert based in Pittsburgh, musical blurbs between indie, rock, folk, blues, and Americana. Okay? Hmm, okay. That's in Dormont. Okay. Uh, what else? Squirrel Hill Night Market. You ever been there? Squirrel Hill Night Market. It's a blast. I don't think I ever have. 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock Saturday, they shut down Murray Avenue. Oh, so it's pedestrian only? Yes, it nice. is. It's That's a blast. Fun. That's Saturday night. Uh-huh. Okay. 6 to 10. Mm-hmm. Forbes Avenue to Beacon Street, the Allentown Summer Festival is also from 1 to 4 in Warrington Avenue. Yeah, but all these markets are going on. And uh, art in Shadyside, two events happening in Shadyside this weekend. The Pittsburgh Center for the Arts Media's Yard Sale, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday. And the 26th annual Shadyside uh, Art Festival on Walnut Street from 10 to 5. What's the Squirrel Hill thing called? Um, Squirrel Hill Night Market from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock Saturday. We went last year. Yeah. It's a blast. Okay. Really. And the the street's packed. 
A lot of fun. Okay, that seems like that would be a lot of yep. fun to do. Mm-hmm. I might try to do that okay, on Saturday great. night. Excellent. Maybe we'll see you there. Maybe so. No, I'm doing a family thing. Oh, so you have people that you like better than No, I just did family gathering. Oh. Like what you just said in the last section, you know, when people pass, you want to keep the family together. Well, yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah, but what about your friends at work? Maybe. We see each other a lot. Don't Lex, see? Lex, it's like he, he's not, he's not prioritizing us. We see each other. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Sad. <laughs> just says sad. Right here. All right. Hey, listen. Always a great pleasure. Thanks for being with us. I mean, just pray. Mm-hmm. Pray just for pray. peace. Yep. Pray for grace. Repent. Pray for forgiveness. Yep. Pray for unity. Yep. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.